like, dude, I'm gonna just gonna start this thing because we're just fucking going. And I, I know we already like talked about it. stuff we do. So yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, welcome to another episode of To the Fullest with Jason Froberg. Make sure you give us a like, subscribe, ring the bell, follow us on social media, and support us on Patreon and PayPal. Today on the podcast, I am very excited to introduce my very good friend of the Blue Man Group, Tinnitus. Uh, Vavy, is that how you say it? I, oh, uh, yeah, no. Vivacy. Vivacy, yeah. yeah and no Ubershaw, Jeff Tatora. My brother. This is great to be here. You got such a cool place, and we already talked about you for a while because it's good to catch up, even though we did briefly at the Crown and Anchor. Yeah. A few months ago at Les's party. It was good to see you at Les's party. That yeah. was a fun time, man. That was like a huge rock star party. There was all kinds of amazing people there, man. Yeah, yeah, and I miss a lot of people because I showed up late. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had to play. We, uh, we, my, I had family in town and I was like, I, I, you know, I just invited them to come down and drink. It was a bar, you know, it's like public place. And they came down and were just like, holy shit. You know, they saw all these famous musicians and stuff hanging out. And then they ended up closing the bar down damn near. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were there the whole freaking night. It was a lot of fun, man. So, it's great seeing you. It's good seeing you and too, man. This is a great setup, people. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, what have you been up to, man? You sent me some stuff about you got this. Uh, is this an original band, Vevacy? Is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah, it's myself. Uh, kind of during the shutdown, started to really work on it more. Uh, Tony Carboni. You know Tony. Oh, yeah. And uh, Corky Gainsford, which you also know. Yeah. Yeah. All amazing people. So yeah, Corky does a lot of the, mainly the production and mixing and all the engineering and making magic out of the chaos. <laughs> and he drummed on some stuff. I drum on most of the stuff and co-write with Tony and Corky did some stuff. So kind of a combination of whatever. Nice. Three of us, some other people have been involved, like Jacob Chittister, friend Thaddeus Korea did a little thing on there, but mainly us three and just got like seven, eight tunes so far. That's awesome. Have you guys been playing that out anywhere, or I haven't no, seen, heard anything about it? No, we just kind of yeah. <laughs> work on a song. Then it's like you know, then months later, yeah, put it out. Well, you guys that. are always so busy, it's you know. Doing yeah, all this it's professional stuff. Torky's been touring with Blue Man now, and you know, Tony's got his own studio and other corporate gigs and whatever. So everyone's super busy doing eight billion things all the time. So yeah, it's tough to make it like, hey, let's just do this every day, <laughs> which should be would be cool but it would be nice so just i keep love plugging that. away you know you, you just keep plugging away at it though you try you try i've been I, i've jumped back into writing some music myself and i'm working on like an original composition that i'm writing all on my own and it's taking forever with my schedule like i just have no freaking time to do it and then i like you know i'm like oh i got like one or two days a month where maybe i could sit down in the studio and start jamming and it's like well i haven't played guitar in a month now oh <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, let's uh, get my get fingers to work up. again yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, you know, you gotta. It's a passion project, a project of love. You gotta put all your effort into, man. And so it's rough whenever it's just it's moving at its own pace. Yeah, because a lot of times, you know, it's not like, oh, here's a shitload of money. Uh, yeah, you know, do quit this your thing. job and go spend uh, a month in the studio just doing nothing but writing an album. Yeah, that's not. It's just like have fun, be creative. But then you never know what could come out of it. So and yeah. the reward, you know, how it's just rewarding is worth more than you know. Oh, yeah. Money sometimes. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. I like playing and making money, but 
the you know the satisfaction you get of a finished product that you like. If you don't like it, then that's a bummer. But <laughs> if you end up liking it, then that's cool. And then you never know what could happen. Got yeah. one of the songs in a in a indie horror film, so you know. Oh, did you? And then yeah. Nice. Actually, what film so, did you get it into? Uh, it was the one actually I, I got to have my acting debut into. Oh, really? Die Influencers Die. Oh, really? Yeah, I gotta look that up. So, so. I gotta look that up online here. Die so, Influencers Die, huh? Yeah, directed by Gary Arona and Tabitha Stevens was in it, produced it. Lizzie Borden. Lizzie Rock. Bo- oh, really? Rock Here's Katie the IMDB Morgan, on the thing. Scott McKinley, bunch of people. Nice. So cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. Alpha male social media star dupes a group into his peers into an overnight live streaming event, and then everybody dies, right? <laughs> Something like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's so cool, man. I dig it. I dig it. So you're acting in that, huh? I'm definitely going to buy that movie and watch it tonight. So, yeah, I started doing, which really want to get into more acting stuff. Yeah. So... Dude, yeah, there's some amazing, uh, amazing filmmakers around town too. That uh, you know, Jimmy Romero. Yeah, we just did Raiding the Rock Vault together. Oh, okay. And I sat in and sang "Killing in the Name" with his band that played at that barber shop at the Cosmo. Oh. So just that was one week ago. <laughs> I did both. You know, he just he's a he's a really good director, man. He's making all kinds of movies. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that till because yeah. we met a few times and we played together. Then that night after the Cosmo gig, I was we were chatting. And then I ended up telling him, I, but he showed me some stuff he did and was telling him, like, oh, I go, I just did a couple, because I just did a movie uh, two weeks ago, too. And I was like, I started doing some acting stuff. And and then he showed me all the stuff he does and stuff. So I'm like, oh, great. Yeah. That's, maybe we'll do something someday. Yeah, you never know, man. It's hard at that level, too, where you're, like, trying to trying to get stuff out, you know, but it's like the budgets are really low and you're just like, ah, whatever I can do to get you know, good actors. He's starting to deal with the Screen Actors Guild and everything for all his actors, and it's a total pain in his ass. He came on and we were, did a whole did a whole talk about the trials and tribulations of like stepping up another level as he progresses in his uh, film career. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, that'd be interesting. I have to talk to him more. So he's just saying like how to like. Yeah, the and the nuisance of it all, right? Because it's like <laughs> right. it's like you know you make some you make a couple movies with your friends, and then it's like all right, well I'm gonna start doing like bigger budget things and maybe get like uh, you know people to pay for the movie outside, and then it's like now you're dealing with the Screen Actors Guild and you're renting cameras and you're doing all this stuff professionally, but it's like now you're dealing with the Screen Actors Guild and all these people that are like represented, and it's not your friends and you making movies anymore. It's yeah, the whole thing. That's why. Because my friend Gary, who directed the movie, he's done tons of stuff. He used to live in L.A. and did Hollywood, you know, Cinemax, HBO, Showtime, and a bunch of stuff for decades. Been out here, he's just, you know, even you know, funded it himself and shot it himself and, and just you know, get no one in, uh, like, hired people, you know, but just not in the union, not having to deal with all, any red tape at all. Yeah. He's just doing it because, but that's, you know, because he's done it forever and can just, uh, like, okay, I'm just going to do it, see what can happen doing it this way because I'm... I can only imagine, you know, the higher up you get, the, the, the stuff you have to deal with, too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the unions I deal with with live production, you know. There's all kinds of red tape you got to go through and rules and regulations throughout the day that have to be met constantly or there's constant penalty, penalty, penalty. Oh, you know? especially, yeah, the, all the stuff you're doing. I'm yeah. sure it's not just like, yeah, show up and... <laughs> yeah. 
to no. the thing. Everybody's got to get meals at a certain time, break every two and a half hours. You know, the second you go more than like five and a half hours without cutting people for food, it's like extra hour of pay for every hour that they're, so you're like basically paying them double time to not eat shit like that you know so it's like yeah. you gotta you gotta schedule your whole thing around this union contract it yeah the entire mean, production has to be scheduled around it a friend i was talking about too also like when you do like yeah with some uh union symphony gig or something like that and um uh, you know recording a piece and it was like you know you're recording a piece uh, for a movie or whatever it was and all of a sudden it's like the time was up say it was noon and it was like yeah. ding people put down their instruments and it's like uh, but we just need a few more minutes. It's like, nope. Wow. So yeah, and see the other side of that. Like I'm doing these, I'm doing these bigger festivals and stuff like that. They get a little out of hand, and the artists are very demanding. And it's not union at all. You know what I mean? It's just like fucking wild west. And all of a sudden, you'll be sitting at your console for like eight, ten hours, and it's like, am I gonna get to fucking eat or like go to the bathroom at any time? Yeah. You know, so, you know I mean? that's so I guess I'm sure there's the pros yeah. and cons of having. Okay, little leniency, but then that's like, uh, come on, man. Yeah. So I just get I up get and it. go. I'm like, um, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I was at a gig and um, and they just kept throwing bands at me, and I was like, dog, it's been six hours. Um, what's up with uh, what's up with dinner? You know, like we came in and we set everything up, you know, and it's like this show's gonna start at like, you know, eight o'clock, and it's six now, and you're like, uh, they're like, what are you talking about? And I was like, cool. I'm gonna go get something to eat. <laughs> like you're leaving. <laughs> We were in the, you know, we would just finish one band sound check. We got to do another band sound check. I was like, they can fucking wait. I'm not gonna sit here till midnight, one in the morning, and not eat because what you're trying to do is roll me right into doors and to show and to load out without feeding me or allowing me to go get anything to eat. And I was like, I'm just not gonna do it. You can call someone else if you want. Absolutely, you know? I love that. Call That's someone great. else. You got to. I mean, yeah. You know, you want to function. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> And they were just yeah. going to do that. They, so really, it would have worked out that way. Right? That's how it really would have worked out. And I, uh, yeah. fucking other engineer, I was like, let's go. Let's go eat, you know? He's like, nah, I'm good. I got a protein bar or whatever. It's like, whatever, fuck these people. I'm going to go eat, you know? I, I, don't, I don't give a shit anymore, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you come to that point. Like, well, yeah. We can't say, no, I can. Yeah. I am going to. I can do, yeah. Get someone else. Get someone want. else. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be fine. You, you get this, you to a point where you're like, I have way too much. I'm working too much, man. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't need this fucking gig. <laughs> you're killing me. You're not going to let me eat? No. Yeah. No. And they do, and they push that, but they push that super hard. And so many people just go, okay. You know? Yeah, I'm sure. Right. Because they get away with it. They don't want to like, get in trouble or whatever. Right. And they're like, yeah. uh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's fucking wild. It's wild. Thanks for doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, anyways, let's talk more about you, buddy. Oh yeah. How long exactly have you been with the Blue Man Group? Because like, it's been forever. The whole time I've known you. It yeah, twenty two years. Damn. Since it uh, opened in Vegas. Wow, really? Are yeah, you are, are you like an official like original member of the Vegas show? Wow. Because it's still you know, opened in New York. Still there from ninety one. That's so cool. Place. But uh, yeah. So when we opened February, we're like the previews officially opened March of uh, 2000. Yeah. So, yeah. Damn, dude. And uh, it's been, yeah, it's been awesome. So we're doing that. And then I did a bunch of tours as well with Blue Man. Yeah, you get to travel really around cool. the world with Blue Man Group, right? I did, yeah. I did probably like six or seven years worth, kind of. Did the rock concert tour. We did a thing called How Beat a Megastar. We were playing arenas. And uh, we did like 
a bunch of runs in the U.S., Canada, and Mexico, South America, Europe, uh, South Korea. Then and then, yeah, I went to Australia. Then we went, did a couple world tours, which was everywhere from Singapore to Saudi Arabia to oh, Abu so Dhabi to South Africa, New Zealand. It was insane. That's awesome. It was awesome. Spend spend like you know two, three, four weeks at a time in each place. So. I've never been to Saudi Arabia, but I hear doing events there is just incredible because that's where all the oil comes from. And those people are like trillionaires and you don't, you know, their names aren't listed on the richest people <laughs> in the world. They don't want you to know who the fuck they are. They own everything. And so some of those events are just wild. Do you have any cool stories about that? Well, I do have a couple of stories actually pretty, pretty awesome was we were actually one of the first major productions to ever play there. Because you couldn't have events. Oh, yeah. Actually. And, like, we met a lot of local musicians there, and I kept in touch with them. Like, when I went there twice, I went there in 2017 and 2018. And 2017, it was, uh, we had people come to our sound check, and they would say for rehearsals or to get together, they would have to send emails to each other and set up a time. They couldn't let it be known that they're getting together. It was illegal. Oh, wow. You get, like, arrested. And at the time, women couldn't drive, and yeah. there was all these rules. So they were, <clears throat> they were, uh, and then shortly after that, uh, uh, and so we were like, uh, I remember I watched the first show because we had like an extra person on the tour, you know, for coverage in case something happened to someone. Uh, and I remember watching the first show, and one of the promoters, one of the ladies was there, and the show started, and then also it was like, ah, cross her, and she just, tears were coming down her eyes. Yeah. She's like, she don't know what this means. And the other promoter's like, stop it. <laughs> but she was so moved that like you yeah. know there's this major show coming in here and we get to people get to witness because they didn't have that stuff and then the second time we came it was much looser they started to make all these events but it was interesting like then you know they're not used to running at like say like vegas having yeah. shows all the time so it was interesting watching our crew work with theirs like oh this is not ready yet this tent is falling down all the like yeah the, the stuff that was like we can't open yet because of this and this and this. And, and then we did tinnitus, you know, versions. I did it all over the world, versions of that. We did Saudi Arabia at the did U.S. Consulate. Did you really? So we had to give <laughs> every country, like from yeah, Beijing to, you know, and to like, you know, to like Saudi Arabia. So I was doing like everywhere I'd go, I'd book. Uh, a tinnitus type gig with the guys I was torn with. That's so cool. So it would happen to be in that country with Blue Man Group, and most of the people from t all of the people from Tinnitus are Blue Man Group, right? Well, it was time not the the Vegas, not the Vegas know, the OGs, lineup, but, but it would yeah. be like guy people in Blue Man. Then and then yeah. I would say, hey, I do this thing in Vegas. Yeah, you know, you know, and I know the people I'd be torn with. We just met some of us, and I'd be like, you know, here's kind of the songs we kind of do. It's like I want to do this wherever we go. You guys into it, and like, yeah, that's so. So cool. I would just reach out to like look hmm, what's a club or either people I knew or just blindly to say hey I'm in a show called Blue Man Group playing at this venue for two weeks and I have this band and then literally I got pretty much everywhere sometimes multiple gigs probably did like 60 gigs around the world during tonight of saying Blue Man <laughs> <laughs> They got their money's worth, those countries, man. So that was fun. Tinnitus is incredible, man. I love when you do the Tinnitus show. I miss that a lot, mixing oh, miss with having Tinnitus. You there. Yeah. Fuck, yeah, those yeah. were a lot of fun. That, uh, yeah, those are, those are still enjoyable. Yeah. Depends whenever we can get around to getting everyone together to do it. It's always a project. <laughs> yeah, I know it, man. That's just kind of what we're talking about, so it's, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I it's like the, it. like, trying to put that Primus thing that I put together. Everybody's asking if I'm ever going to do it again. I'm like, I don't know. It was so much work. Yeah, do you it's have any? So much work. Oh, 
Yeah, that was yeah. super cool, too. Dude, I don't know if I could do it now because I'm so rusty. I would have to put so much time into, into practice just to, like, before I even call anybody, like, oh. just bust my ass rehearsing all those songs again just to get up to that level where I could even perform them live. I mean, I know. Right, so you're saying that's going to eat up all your yeah. not free time when you might want to <laughs> work on something else. Yeah, and I'm trying to do an original thing, so it's like... I love doing it, but man, yeah, I do. I know about the the amount of work that goes into a project like that. It's just overwhelming, and the way you were doing it, where every single show is this entirely unique entity, man, and it was just like thematical and just it was always a surprise. That was what I really liked about it. Oh, that's what yeah. You people know. try to yeah they try to make it. You know, you do a lot of the similar stuff, but then try to switch it up and just have different and then the thematic elements, <laughs> weird stuff involved. Try to yeah, yeah make it something interesting at least something it was it was definitely interesting man it was phenomenal and you are like probably one of the best front men i was saying we were talking earlier about that you're probably one of the best front men i've ever seen man like it's amazing that you're a percussionist and you sit in the background playing drums when you have that much talent and potential as uh being the front (laughs) man of a band yeah oh thanks thank um yeah i really enjoy the yeah because you get to be to be free and just kind of do whatever yeah kind of <laughs> and good thing my voice has improved through the years so that's getting better which is good <laughs> you know being a front man's not about being a good singer man you know yeah, there's yeah, an energy there's, you create you know it's like van halen right like sammy hagar is way more talented than david lee roth on so many levels but david lee roth was the better front man 100 percent of the time yeah, that's, and it doesn't, you know, and you hear people that have like, sure, they're technically great, but I don't care. Yeah, I it's don't. just like, it's boring, you know, I mean, depending on, yeah. thing, it's like, yeah, then you see someone, as you said, that's a great example, like a David Lewis, like, obviously the Christmas, who cares if he's not like a singer by any means. Yeah. Know? I mean, but he has a thing. He has a thing. Which is uh, way more important on a lot, of, you know, it depends, you know. Yeah, you're coming to be entertained. Depends, I mean, yeah, it depends, of course, what the project is. So, yeah. thanks, yeah, so I enjoy uh I enjoy being the front man more than drumming. <laughs> but actually, actually, I love drumming, so I bet you know, I've even gotten more into it through the years. Even It's still great, but I, I really like doing the front man thing. Yeah, yeah, you're fucking awesome. I um, still, I'll never forget you, uh, and usually every time your name comes up in conversation, er, uh, like the, the time when you jumped off the stage onto the tables at Vamped, and you're like jumping from table to table to table, like kicking everyone's drinks over and singing and screaming. And then the, the one table just wasn't stable, man. And you flipped over in the middle of everything. Right? And you're, those are high tables. Those are like oh, four feet sick, tall. Yeah. Something like There's that. There's video man. of that. There's definitely, I've seen video of yeah. that for sure. And it snapped. Yeah, because I'm like, jump, jump. And it's like, Oh, is that what it's? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, what the hell? I was <laughs> jumped on it, and it just things snapped off, and I landed like on the back of my head. Oh, and, so, and I remember the grabbing the mic and like, okay, continue onward. <laughs> it could have been way worse. We all thought you but, died in front of house. We were like, there goes Jeff. Fuck. Yeah, that. Don't call yeah, an that, ambulance. It could have been literally that. I mean, because I did. I got landed upside down on the back of my head and neck, yeah. and it's like this could have really sucked instead of just being like, oh, okay, I feel a little lightheaded, but I'm fine. (laughs) So you have any intention of releasing a a record with this Vivacy thing? I'm interested in your original band, man. I want to see you guys play. I mean, yeah, we just put, you know, release it on streaming, something like that. uh, Yeah, I got you the Spotify link up. I just saw the one song, though. And Oh, yeah, there's like, I think, five on there. Is there? Yeah, if you go to the band thing, there's like five. I got to go to the band thing, click... 
that was like okay there we go that was the link you sent me was the pinnacle of oh yeah 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 and then there's so yeah i mean it's gonna oh, keep nice picture working on oh yeah charles you know charles henry yeah he took that oh did he um, he's very talented, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He does all that stuff, really, which we're talking about doing a little short film, too. Oh, really? Cool. I mean, him and This is Andy. the song you sent me. Did you want me to play this on air? Oh, you can. Yeah? That first one. All right. Yeah, that's an experience. Yeah, let's write it underneath. We can talk over the top of it. I love that. Are we supposed to talk? Yeah, you know? Then it's not <laughs> like copyright infringement, because it's just kind of there. <laughs> <laughs> No, you gave me permission. I can play whatever the fuck I want. Sometimes that works. Sometimes that doesn't work. I get when I put stuff out. I don't give a shit. I'm not monetized yet, anyways. But yeah, when I put stuff out, like the the artist will be on the show and I'll be like, hey, do I have permission to play this thing? Or they'll ask me directly, hey, look this up on YouTube and play it off my channel. And I play it, and then YouTube's like, yeah, you can't do that. And I, you know, and I go, literally, the guy's on my podcast telling me to do it. So I definitely have permission from him. Oh, and then shit, half shit, the shit. time they're like, okay. And then half the time you're like, demonetized. And oh, I'm like, oh, they just, sons of bitches. I think what it has to do with is they send a, um, a request to, to the artist, and then you know, they're musicians, so they're too busy smoking pot to answer their emails. Oh, to see like yeah, yeah. respond to it. <laughs> to respond to the like the request to allow me to play their yeah. video oh, on the okay. podcast. I air it in full anyways. I don't give a shit, you know. But listen to this. This is. Yeah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> and it kicks in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So are you like the primary writer on this? This sounds like something that came out of your head. It is, yeah. Yeah. This one definitely was mainly me yeah. as far as it ends. They made it work. Tony added his thing and Corky put it all together. But yeah. Like Tony, this is Tony came up with this part, but I had the the main idea and most of the music was. And I put two songs together. Actually, I had this song. You'll hear them. There's a whole three minute ending. Oh, okay. It's completely different. And I was gonna add in Corky's dude. You have enough parts. I don't think we need anything else. I'm like, let's just try it. Yeah. And I'll end up. <laughs> it ended up working. <laughs> nice little pause. Bro, and a couple other original bands too. Are doing, yeah, you're, that you're doing, or mm-hmm. that you were in. Yeah, recording. Actually, I'm going to record this week. Oh wow! Elliot waits for no one. And his band Vante. I did like four songs off of. But Elliot waits for no one. We have a full length album out. Oh really? Yeah, really and cool. are, are you just playing drums on that, or are you? Yeah, I drums. I I uh, sang on a couple and co-wrote some. But mainly my friend Brian Trock and Jenny Crane, his wife, they did they, most of it. Oh, okay. But I did, yeah, co-write some stuff and second some stuff too. Nice. I so, like original music from Totora. So I love because it sounds like this. But this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that crazy schizophrenic. I love it. the excessively long drum breaks <laughs> totally unnecessary 
See, this is almost over, but then it goes into this whole, like... Is that you singing? Mm-hmm. It is. Did you speed your voice up at all on this? You really singing that fast? Hard, yeah. Yeah. Hard, fast and so high. Yeah, it's hard to get your mouth to move that fast. Yeah, it was like interesting because out. it was to get these Corky, was recording at his house, he's like, you know, try to pronunciate as much as possible, but it was like, you know, give it to me, take it to me, every little thing for me, give it to me, take it to me, every little thing for me. So we had like, I was like, <laughs> so... Did it like a shitload of times. And yeah. Stuff, but it, yeah, because it was pretty fast and to articulate it. Yeah. Mm. Have fun doing that live, bro. Oh, yeah, this whole thing. It's like, since this goes in this whole thing, there's all these layered vocals and layered you know, just keys and 7,000 guitars. So yeah. to do it live, yeah. It makes me think almost like Dream Theater right now. It's very. Oh, this. Orchestral rock. Yeah, almost. yeah, this, yeah. yeah this is very like epic yeah. theatrical rock, you know? Theatrical rock, yes. Yeah. That's a better term for it. I guess it. the whole thing is kind of, yeah. Yeah. This is more, yeah. That's cool, man. Kind of New music for me to listen to. And I'm following Elliot Waits for No One as well. Actually, yeah, we're working on a... Yeah, another album should be done within a few months. That's awesome. <laughs> Where are you recording all your records at, man? This stuff is um, mainly doing at Corky's house. Like, I do the drums there. Yeah. And vocals there, but I did one track at Tony's house and one track at my house, vocals. And then Tony does his guitars at his place. And then Corky mixes at his place. So, everywhere. So, yeah, kind of between, like I said, drums are Corky's and he's doing all the mixing there. Yeah, that's kind of the world we live in now, right? It's like you can just, everybody's got a little home studio set up and. You know, you can transfer files real quick and easily with zero markers and just track wherever you want and finally get a big stack of audio and you mix it at one guy's house. I know. That's, That's really so, cool. It's so crazy. It's cool. Yeah, I would like to even, as I sometimes I like to be more like, we'll work on the stuff together. Then it's like, okay, boom, do it, do it, do it. I'd probably like to spend more time just together to really fine tune things, but just timing a lot of times doesn't yeah. work out. So it's like, okay, we work it out. And I'm just like, it works and then there'll be some magic that happens in there or oh Corky would do something in the mix and it's like oh that was cool that I didn't see and then then make tweaks and tweaks and tweaks and um, and then the other stuff Delia waits for no one they do in this guy Jabin Pennell does and we has a, he has a studio at his house like a farm in Wisconsin so he'll mix there and I'll do the drums I've done drums at Corky's I think I might even do some of the thads and at Desert Moon before. Uh, and then you'll send them the files. I went out there too once before, but, you know, since I don't live out there, yeah. do them here, send them files, and they, and then Brian does stuff at his house and sends to the, you know, it's like we talked about. Yeah, you don't, you know, you all don't have to be in the same room, although it is nice. I always find at least if I can get the bass player and the drummer in the same room tracking live, you know, like together, that the vibe of the album kind of gets a nice the the meat and potatoes of the whole record is kind of nice and you can overdub the guitars and the keys and the vocals and everything on time but that that rhythm section as long as they're vibing and they kind of have a flow together it feels a lot more natural when the finished product comes out as opposed to like tracking drums to a click you know okay and have i mean we still play to a click with the bass player and the drummer 
are in the same room together because you're always fluctuating okay. off the click, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's always a few, you know, um, what are they called? Anyways, points that go on either side of the yeah, actual yeah. Um, zero point of the click and uh, sense, right? Or is that auto-tune? I don't know. There's too many terminologies in my fucking head at this point. Um, and uh, so you still get that natural swing to things, though. I'm a vibe of like, you know, the bass yeah. player and the drummer grooving together. I mean, on that note, I did a thing with uh, Kyle Frost, singer, uh, friend, and uh, Stoney Curtis and Barry Barnes. Yeah. We did it at Desert Moon, but it, it was a thing. We, we all, Kyle had the tunes already mapped out pretty much. It was like a demo, it was like listen to it. But then we just went in there and changed some arrangements, and, and but worked on the stuff as a band Yeah, at the studio. And it's actually, it's like really cool because it's like, you know, things just, change like no how about just you know because once you record it, it's like well here it is here it is like no let's do that but can we try adding it another bar of music before you would come in oh yeah that does make more sense or let's just make a break here you had a continuing on your demo but let's just stop try that and you could try it out in real time with each other yeah that works let's try it so you could actually work on it fine-tune it more which i think a lot of times ideally that's yeah 100 percent. that's the way yeah like i want to um when I'm finished with this record that I'm just producing here in my studio and I'm playing everything on it and I'm playing drums you, and bass and guitar. So you're and doing keys. everything. Uh, and that'll be like the demo version of like, this is my vision. And then I want to hire my friends, people like you to perform uh, and like go pay for studio time and pay everybody to like show up and like jam and like do these songs really. And, oh, you that's know, just it. Because I'm a fucking oh, cool. terrible drummer, and I'm not exactly a shredder on guitar. You know what I mean? But right. I have all these but people you... that are just incredible in my life that um, that just really, are, you know, they can really bring this amazing flair to the whole record. Yeah, you could get who you know, yeah. obviously tons of people. That would yeah, be a lot of fun. Chill, keep yeah. me posted. <laughs> I will. I will. You know, hopefully, I'll have something together. Like by the end of next year, I'm. I'm just kind of my like. Gotta have this done. Like at a one full album. Yeah, by, ten songs. You know, ten songs like, by have them written and recorded year, by the end of in the next year. Yeah, next it's year. like my goal, so I can get this thing done before I fucking turn forty, bro. Oh, that's getting all, older. You're still mm, getting older. I'm older. I know. <laughs> I know. I know, man. It's coming up fast. It, it keeps coming faster. <laughs> yeah, son of a bitch. I know. It's very uh, temporary experience we're having here in this human existence yeah <laughs> yeah i mean some, keep enjoying it though oh i do it's a dance man yeah, i came to i came to party <laughs> you know, i've been i've been very good about it you know i spent most of my life uh dancing and enjoying the party so try not to lose that oh yeah yeah we're just talking you still have the enthusiasm yeah I, I love it. Every day's a blessing. And I love every everything I'm doing, man. It's just so much fun. Even when it's corporate events, you know. But still. wearing a sports coat and doing talking heads. It's like I still get to fly really cool speakers and shit like that. You know? And you too, you're you're just saying, you know, traveling around the world, playing drums, just performing with all these amazing musicians. Yeah, I get to do besides Bloom, I get to do tons of other stuff too, which which is great and have the variety and flexibility and it feeds off each other, makes everything more exciting yeah so if you just do the same thing at least for me you know i do blue man then the more i do outside projects the more i'm excited to do blue man too again yeah keeps everything fresh which is necessary <laughs> very much so 
Yeah, I, I definitely enjoy moving from uh, from different circumstances, from festivals to corporate events to music clubs to touring with a band and all these different things. It's like whenever you, you know, whenever you're not doing the same thing every day. Yeah, it's it all it so has fresh. some interesting body. It's like, oh, it's just a boring corporate. Or what, I'm just using it as a general yeah, term. Yeah, they usually are. It's still, you know, I mean, well, there's, you know, it's more structured. There's more... Uh, structure it's always last minute it seems like but it's always yeah. <laughs> they're spending all this money it's like no one knows what they're doing until five minutes before the show they spend a whole right. year planning this fucking event and then like two right. days you before probably, they change everything is that what you find because oh, like, obviously you're in that that always. world about it yeah so interesting yeah they come in like dude and they're making changes to everything all the way up till doors like they're like oh I got one more one more update on the um, on my PowerPoint or one more update on these slides, and it's like, dude, doors are in ten minutes. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> didn't you start planning this the second this ended last year? You know, and it's just it's wild. That but they, then they everything that else us. happens, I guess. And then and then I think with that level, you get so many layers of people to deal with. Oh yeah, and and stuff just you know keeps happening too. So you're like, oh shit, and then changes, and then it's got to go through. I mean, it's just how it seems. Yeah, you just fly by the seat of your pants, man. The last, the last one I did was this fucking house flipper thing, and they gave us no rehearsal times. They changed everything all the way up till doors, and we just didn't know what we were doing. They didn't give us runs of shows. They didn't give us anything. They just, they just went for it, and they were like, "Ah, oh, you know, we gotta fucking do the thing you do," and it's like. What? <laughs> you tell me what my thing is. <laughs> I don't make this up. Yeah. And we just, man, so we all just made it up, you know, but we've done so many. It seems so flawless. We were like, how did we pull that out of our asses like that? You know, they ended a two day run of like just, just wing ding and a whole show for these people. And they were literally like the emails were pouring in as doors are happening that morning. And they're like trying to like go to a B machine and like upload stuff. And then transfer over to the B machine, to the A machine, and like have everything in. It's like just last minute. She's like, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, intro, I'm ready to go. Fuck. You know? <laughs> Stress. All the way up till the second the we same, do the intro. Yeah. They were working on, they were changing everything so much that the, the whole team was just on their toes. And it's, it's ridiculous what we do for people sometimes. <laughs> ridiculous. Make it happen. Yeah. We make fucking miracles happen. The yeah. creatives are um, the biggest pain in our butts ever. You know, they, they're just these eccentric people that just have all the ideas in the fucking world, but they've never unloaded a truck. They've never flown speakers or hung projector screens or set up lighting or like done any of the actual things that need to happen in the real fucking world, not in your imagination, not in fucking fantasy land, you know? And, and so they give us all this glorious shit and we're like, okay, but you can't fucking put speakers in front of a projector that needs to hit a screen back here, you know? And like, yeah, you need, you know, and so we got to move all this other way. And then you're like, you can't put all this, you know, like, they got all these props and this and that's and everything's hanging in weird spots and we have to go in and redo their whole vision and be like, so this is how it works in reality. And they're like, oh, yeah, so disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I, that's why you need that, of course, life in general, the balance, but it, yeah. you need uh, the same like budgets, like budgets suck. And then like, 
the technical, I have this vision and it could be genius. But the yeah. point is you need sometimes to have the curb or someone to be like, no, see, this is, you can't do this because <laughs> of this reason. Yeah. Oh, okay. But we could do it this way. Okay. And then financially, obviously you have to have a cutoff point at some point yeah. because otherwise people just be like, it's like, so there's that. That's why it's, things get complex, understandably, because there's all that. I have the great idea, need money. There's only so much money. <laughs> And technically, what do we need to do? You got to talk. So it's like all that you need it to all somehow. Yeah. That's why it's fun together. to work for some of the really big companies where they have just all the money in the world. We do the most amazing shit for those people. But then there is sometimes there is yeah. like, the, and then, you know, both, you know, well, you know, creative uh, and technical. Yeah. Because you have experience with, with both. With both. Yeah, I just don't get to be that creative on these job sites. Oh, no, those, I mean, right. Yeah. (laughs) I don't, you know, the second you speak up, I've learned to just shut my fucking mouth and just stand by waiting for instructions. Okay. Because the second you speak up, all of a sudden you got a face and like, who the hell's that guy? (laughs) (laughs) Why is he telling me how my show's going to go? Yeah. Yeah. They're like, like, oh, I think you're fired, dude. (laughs) <laughs> like oh not yeah my gig, yeah not they my replaced deal. you you're like okay shut your mouth <laughs> shut your mouth so yeah it's it's funny how that all goes together man it's a wild industry working for all these people man but yeah it's also really glorious some of the stuff we put together is incredible and nobody ever sees it you know and like we do fucking huge private concerts and you know, the killers play or just a journey, you know. Oh, right. But yeah. right, no one's, it's just for. It's just for that small group of people. And it was like, dude, it was like a 150 foot stage and fucking had David Spade and Journey come out and perform out of nowhere just for like these, this one little corporate event. And we were there for days, you know. Shit, you imagine setting up this huge thing. Into that. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah. It took three days to build the stage. Wow, you know, and, and it was so big. Sounds like a festival, but it was just yeah, <laughs> dude. We dude, we do way smaller stages than that for fucking festivals sometimes, and it's, I just couldn't believe oh, it. It's so it was massive. In, it was massive, and yeah, it was just for this small select group of people. They came to Vegas to party, and they did this corporate event, and it was dude. It's all a tax write off for their company. Yeah, and it's just dude. It's wild. Was it like five hundred people kind of thing, or more? It's probably like that. two thousand people. Maybe maybe okay. three thousand yeah. people. Okay, so it was a um, decent amount. Yeah, it was a decent amount of people. Big room, big fucking room. Yeah, yeah, it was wild. But we do some crazy shit. It's a lot of fun. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Nice. But yeah, <sighs> I know I got to get you out of here soon, don't I? Yeah, I got like another fifteen minutes. Or do so. you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, or we could wrap oh. it up whenever, man. <laughs> Whenever's clever. Yeah, I think we've Part gone time. past the thirty forty five minute mark. Okay, Almost yeah. at forty five minutes. Or maybe I'll but just plug some projects. I was going to say, let's maybe. talk about what you got coming up. So, yeah, I guess I've tried the easy says it's style. October. Rocktober. Well, I got Blue Man tonight, so I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm doing a lot of the Femmes of Rock. Do you know the violin? Groups, oh, yeah. Four yeah, violin yeah. players and, um, and a rock band. We're doing Reno this weekend. I think we're do- also doing Allegiant Stadium. We're doing for a autism event. And Lodi, California. That's all this Lodi? Lodi, Lodi is my home territory, bro. I grew up in Stockton, which is like basically Lodi. The sheriff, they're like, it's like Lodi's Henderson 
to Stockton. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, dude. I fucking oh, grew shit. up there, man. You're going to Lodi? Where are you playing in Lodi? Uh, it would be, oh, I forget what it's called. Let's look at my thing. Some yeah. theater. Some it'd theater? Be, it'd be, uh, I mean, it can't be many theaters in Lodi. Yeah, right. Uh, and this is with the Fems of Rock. Fems of Rock. Here you yeah. go, the Fems of Rock. I got the thing. Oh, wait, got to push that button right there. Fems of Rock. I'm pushing too many buttons. Jeff, I'm pushing too many buttons. What am I doing? Oh, my God. What am I doing? That was the worst video transition I've ever done in my life. <laughs> and I witnessed it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, the Fems of Rock. That's going to be fun, man. So, yeah, that should be... Uh, what else this month? Oh, I might be doing... I don't know if I am or not yet. Lucy May's Wild Nights show thing. I might do some vocals for that. We're talking about that on the 29th. I'm supposed to do a version of a Rocky Horror Picture Show. What? I guess uh, a friend of mine is putting on there some benefit. And they're doing a watching the show on the 29th. It's supposed to be at Notoriety. I haven't heard uh, the latest details. And then after the show, they're having like performances of the songs i'm supposed to do riffraff i guess like the time warp or something oh cool character so i'm like yeah i'd be into doing a character for that i love that rocky horror i dude i love rocky horror it's, man i've I, always I, wanted to do that for yeah. halloween or something be like all the characters from rocky horror oh really like, i can't get everybody to dress and drag with me i mean it's like fuck no you're not doing that bro oh shit oh, i'm always trying to get my brother to play rocky because he works out like three hours a day oh i'm just oh, like gold speedo dude Come on, do it for me. In a couple weeks, yeah. talk him into it. Halloween. He'll never do it. He'll never fucking do it. Uh, what do I, uh, uh, what else? I, oh, I just did, oh, but that was a few weeks ago in uh, Asia featuring John Payne gig. I subbed for that. It was fun. Oh, cool. Um, Asia the band, or you were in Asia the country? or the, Asia the, the, the band. The of, then we did a continent. Corn. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, that was 2016 was in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's cool. You're playing in Asia, dude? I just, yeah, a couple sub subbing once in a while. That's awesome. And so that, that's intense because you got to really focus on that. It's not super easy. Not no. super hard, but it's involved. So I'll <laughs> put it that way. But great band. Great. And uh, um, what was, oh, yeah, I did another movie a B-horror movie called Head on a Plate a couple weeks ago. You so did? That's going to be, hopefully should see an edited version any day now. So hope to do more. I think we're going to do a Die Influencers Die Part 2, and I hope to do more movies in the next few months. Like, you know, uh, so I want to get into that more for sure. Oh, that's why I was going to play that clip on, uh, if you go to my website, there's just like a minute and a half little reel thing. This website if, here? If. JeffTatora.com. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Corky helped me. Did he do is this that? the clip? Oh, yeah. Yeah? If, if you, does it show? I mean, if it's a video, you might as well. Yeah. I guess it gives a little. Oh, wait, 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 oh, wait, 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 wait. Hang on a second. Plan. I can make this work. I got the, I didn't stop Spotify. I didn't oh, yeah, stop Spotify. <laughs> um, you know. It's, oh, now I just added another I'm my, penny. On my own Jamie. You know, if you watch Joe Rogan, oh, he's the guy that does all the all these I button clicks while Joe hangs out and talks. But I do oh, it all he does myself. Okay. Here we go. We have full screen. We'll push the play button. Target exactly who I want. I can make these buyers buy anything. I can shove the product so far down their throat that they'll puke up their money. And how do I do this, Ruger? Influencers. They have a direct line to the sheep that are following them. Welcome to the new shit. 
So I know she don't have a lot of social media followers. Not my thing. Well, it should be. The day is coming where it'll be everything. You almost didn't get this gig. The agency doesn't think you were popular enough. And I push for you. You wait. In a few years, if you don't have at least a half a million followers, you won't get gigs. You'll be nothing. It's like you won't exist. No, no! Oh. You didn't mean it, did you? I'm sorry. I'm really so sorry. Is a, what, what, something what, going what, on? What are we doing? Is this different? <laughs> <laughs> So sick, dude. What a fucking acid trip of a trailer that is. <laughs> that is great, man. Oh, uh, that's fun. So is that so that's the movie? Is that the movie? That was that from the Die doing? Influencer. Yeah, that the was Die Influencer Die. Oh, so you're the killer in that movie too? Look at you. That's I a get pretty to kill, good part. You get to kill, get to kill that. Tabitha, you yeah, get to kill Tabitha. Scissors. Ah, right to the boobs or what? No. Oh. <laughs> Close. Close. <laughs> Missed it. And then be in her face. <laughs> uh, that's fucking great, man. I yeah, yeah. As we say, I had a song. Yeah, you should be fine from there. And we did a music video too. And my brother edited it, and Corky edited that little trailer thing. And uh, no, yeah, no, so I it was kind the, of a cool. I have that music video pulled up as well. So it was kind of cool to, uh, and uh, let me see if I can this picture in picture. You know, hope to get more. Do you know more? That's why I keep writing your music because you never know. Just put it in. That doesn't work. Oh, it's fun. I am in my backyard. <laughs> Is that your backyard? This is Vepsy as well, right? Yeah. Nice. And I said, then you, yeah, we don't have to play the whole thing or anything. But <laughs> that was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's that. So, yeah, so doing more of that stuff. The Elliot Waits for No One. Uh, and Vante was another band recently. And, uh, yeah, and then keep, yeah, that's uh, my October. It's looking like, uh, yeah, Blue Man Femmes and that Rocky Horror and the Lucy thing, maybe. And I don't know, we'll see what else comes up. It's a pretty full schedule. Nice. This month, and uh, yeah, so keep doing the music in all forms because it's all 
interesting. Music and, and movies now. And movies, yeah. yeah. And definitely high on the list to start trying to do more stuff. And same thing, just build the portfolio like, you know, that and see what happens. That's awesome. I'm glad you're doing more original stuff, man. And, the, yeah, it's like way overdue. Yeah, <laughs> and it know, sounds but, really good, man. But, uh, oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, I am, though, too. I think it's still important. It's like, you know, you could question, like, why, you know, just keep, but it's like, well, make time for it. Why? Why not? Why? Because you never know. I mean, it's good for the soul. Cliche, but. Uh, no, it is. And good for, you never know what could happen. Anyways, yeah. so. Artistic expression, man. Yeah. I mean, obviously, without it, if everyone just did, I mean, I could be wrong. I love, it's fun playing covers and doing stuff, but, or playing Blue Man's an original show, which is super unique, but having your own thing. Your own, uh, uh, is obviously important as well. Yeah, of I agree. And why not? Mm-hmm. So you, you know, like you got to get yours out in a year or so. I'm gonna try. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try as hard as I can, man. I'll be sending it to you first, bud. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and now you it's really, comedy too. Yeah, exactly. See, I got to stand up too. Saying, you know, uh, you really are like the first fucking name on my list of the like the baddest ass drummers I would ever fucking call to do it. To a record with man oh easily shit. well easily thank you yeah well cool i would i'd be into it yeah I yeah it'd be a lot of it's going to be ridiculous yeah what is he what do you do what do you have any direction yeah. it's going to be psychedelic i'm gonna fuck with people's heads i have all these i have you know i've been doing audio engineering for so long and so and i've been a musician my whole life so i'm trying to like merge the two instead of just come at it from like you know cracker man we were just doing punk rock you know, the primus thing was just, uh, you know, I mean, that's fun, but it's musicianship and, and it's pretty straightforward. And I'm trying to do a lot more like, um, I don't know, manipulating sound, messing with stereo imagery and uh, introducing a lot of, you know, different, just unique sounds and qualities that aren't necessarily instruments. Um, as well as like manipulating frequency levels uh, directly, you know, like a lot of the cool shit you can do. I really like some like some of like the dubstep things that you can do. Not per se like making a dubstep record, but yeah. the sounds that they're actually able to incorporate in there and the way they're able to move speakers, man. The way they move like subs is fucking beautiful. And I love testing systems with that. And I love hearing it come back at me. Like, what is happening? You well, know? we were doing an ED, we we're supposed to do an EDC thing with Blue Man. Oh, like really? A week worth with, with Steve Aoki. So we're like headlining EDC. <laughs> and then we get there, and then the, uh, the, the stuff was almost going to blow over. So we canceled the oh, show. Oh, no. Um, was that 2013, maybe? And then, um, but I remember being out front, just checking it, like during our sound checks or whatever, hearing, hearing that stuff go yeah. through the PA. It was pretty insane. And like you said, like, the dubstep, you know, like, that style of music's not, but I love elements. Yes. Actually, love that. I have the sounds, and, and you said what it can do. It's, like, freaking cool. It's really cool. And so, so I want to incorporate that. I like, you know, like, your stuff in corporate, because you could take some, obviously, from any genre or anything, and, like, how you say you want to manipulate and try to do stuff like that sounds very interesting. Yeah. My goal, uh, my goal at the end of the day with the record is going to be, like, I, I, the, you're just going to be, like, what the fuck did I just listen to you know or like when you're in the middle of a song you're like what is happening you know it's not it's going to take a second for you to like wrap your head around it kind of vibe uh and so i just i'm just trying to play with stuff which is why it's taking me a little longer because i'm in a very experimental phase right now where i i'm still looking for sounds i'm still trying to figure out 
vibes and like unique time signatures and that kind of stuff. It's like once it starts putting itself together, I'm, you know, once I have like a, a picture, I'm really good at composing a piece and putting it all together in a, in a way that works and creates an actual like song, but I'm still accumulating all the pieces. Ah, see, so then it will come like once yeah. that, of course, that's, I, I can imagine that'd be a process. I mean, but then once that, here's the formula or in your head went, ah, this is the way, and then it'll become much easier to like, yeah, make it. Yeah, I'm stumbling on on keyboard sounds that I really like, um, stumbling on guitar tones I really like, and then I'm like experimenting with different things that are just like sounds in general that you can just put microphones in front of weird shit like Foley artists do and stuff like that where you're just like if you ever watch Foley uh, like the sound effects on TV and video yeah. games and shit it's like the things that you think are the sound that you're hearing on the screen is nowhere at all near what they're actually doing or hitting or whacking or vibrating in front of a microphone to create that specific sound oh right yeah, yeah. and so it's like I'm trying to incorporate more elements of that as well where I'm like doing a little more research into sound effects creation and foley and stuff like that to create really weird ass unique sounding things going on and then like hard pan and put a little higher in the mix than it should or you know like, or it like sticks out over here and you're like what the fuck and it only happened like once in a song kind of thing or it'll, you know I don't know I'm just gonna fuck with yeah. I want to fuck with people's heads I like I like when an artist does that I really appreciate the effort that it takes to go into um, making a song where I'm just like what? <laughs> you know it's like what just happened <laughs> yeah especially yeah i tell me like oh what sound like hmm, what's this gonna sound like if I yeah it through yeah just know? that you know that's a weird thing a, this a pin cat makes when it pops well, open like that yeah blue man just did some stuff some asmr like uh, or they did a video and then actually andy gomez you know tinnitus yeah he, he did like the music and but it was that because they were like i mean some stuff obviously like they're like shh, shh, doing stuff and then but he had to record like stuff at home or pull a, a giant, I can't remember what it was, if it was a rubber band, different levels, but it, you know, it's like, wow, 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 wow. but you're like, what is that sound? And it's like, oh, I did this and this and just, you know, close mic'd and just did all this. And then, you know, soundscape stuff that you like, yeah, you know, watch them do it, but it's really interesting. That's what's cool. I think Blue Man, when they're playing like instruments, literally live and like made up, like, you know. Yeah, you got like a big thing. PVC pipe thing yeah, that you so. jam on that has all these different tones. It's like, you're just jamming on PVC pipe and it sounds so fucking cool. Yeah, so there's stuff like that. I think it's even more, you know, of course, I mean, you could get with the electronics, guitars, whatever, keyboards and do great stuff, but having yeah. something out of the norm that's like a homemade thing built and, and then tweaked and you could do all, I mean, the, it's endless. So yeah. your thing could take 20 years. It could, <laughs> and I'm trying not to make it that way. I'm trying to get 10 songs done. To where it's like, there you go, and then like maybe spend a little more time and get a little more creative with maybe a second take of it. But I want, you know, music that's mine that I can play out and like just have a guitar player and a drummer and play it to like a, a background track of all the weird shit I'm coming up with that's just pan and stereo and time code it to uh, video walls and like create video imagery that'll play behind us along with like lightning. I'm a fucking nerd. And I have all this lights and sound and, and stuff right, like that. Right. So it's like you can simply time code your playback when you perform live. Because like the album is like a thing I want to take out and perform live. Every so you summer. do? Okay. That's true. And yeah. And so, because I miss playing and I want to do original oh, yeah, stuff. Haven't, right, okay. I haven't done it in a while. Like fourth, 2019 was the last time I last played. Time yeah. And so it'll be all simply time coded and all the lights, everything. The whole thing will be this huge creative expression that I want to bring forward. It's like this last the last thing I'll probably work on as far as like being a musician 
you know, because I'm getting older and uh, I want it to be like, this is the project. I see guys that are like in their 50s and they're like, yeah, I've been doing this. This this is my project for like 15 years. And they got, you know, five, six records and they've been touring around having fun. It's not like I care about being famous. It's like artistic expression. You're doing it for the sake of doing it. Yeah. You know, and the other, the other end of the spectrum being like, I want to sneak in beneficial lyrics like the Beatles did. Like, uh, once I started studying like uh, Buddhism, Hinduism, Eastern traditions, and then doing shit tons of acid and like, you know, like cracking my awareness or my ego wide open and allowing my awareness to flow freely, uh, you listen to the Beatles and you're like, have they been always saying, have they always been saying this? And I'm like, I just, it was just constantly whew, right over my head. And it came to, yeah, I know what they're talking about. Yeah. And they were just talking about all this beautiful shit, man. And, uh, and so, and they don't do it in like, a um, uh, you know, egotistic way or like, um, like trying to push anything on anybody, you know, they're just singing about interesting stuff, singing Mm. about love. And, you know, from, um, layman's perspective someone who's not at all in tune to any of that they're just like oh cool what a happy song you know and, yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know like let it be you know mm-hmm. that's that's a buddhist perspective man that's then the whole thing and when you listen to it you know like if, when you listen to it with the buddhist perspective you're just like fuck dude you know that's heavy you know that's really heavy mm-hmm. but when i was just some drunk kid i was like let it be okay cool whatever you know yeah 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 you don't really you know, no, but it's, it's they've tip. always been telling me this shit. They've been telling me my whole fucking life, and I wasn't really catching it. So I like that concept lyrically, of expressing love and <coughs> the loving kindness, you know, kind of thing to everybody, but more of a cryptic manner almost. I like cryptic more than obvious. Yeah, it's more. So that's my goal. I'll see if I pull right. it off. You will. Yeah. In some yeah. form. Thanks for asking me about it. Oh yeah, you. I mean, now it's like so. This is Jeff Tortora um, interviewing yeah, Chase. Exactly. <laughs> All right, I better uh, get the hell out of here. Get going. Yeah, yeah, man. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Man. I so really glad am glad. I, I miss you, dog. Miss you. Hopefully, too, we'll uh, see each other again soon, man. And uh, thanks for watching the podcast. Love you, bud. Appreciate everything. And um, give me a like, subscribe, ring the bell, follow me on social media. Follow Jeff on social media. All the links sure. will be in the description. And uh, support us on Patreon, PayPal. Peace.